a front row seat to the untold stories as we talk about how to live life on your terms. You're officially part of the inner circle. Welcome to Courtside with Courtney. And don't worry, I comped your ticket. Welcome back to another episode of Courtside with Courtney. Today we have someone who is in the utmost of my inner circle, a real special treat for you guys, my best friend, Natalie. Hello. <laughs> She's a little shy, so this took some coaxing. But honestly, the first video that Natalie and I ever did on my TikTok went viral. Mm-hmm. It was very impromptu. Very impromptu. And you hadn't been on camera at all. But I want to talk about that experience later because you've since had people stop you on the streets and ask (laughs) about your skincare routine. (laughs) So it's been kind of an interesting experience. But Natalie and I met about two years ago Mm -hmm. through mutual friends. My very close friend, Taylor, and your good friend, Laura, who were, were all like best friends. But at the time, that was the meeting point. How did you meet Laura? She, I've known her longer than anyone in Austin, actually. She dated one of my friends probably 12 years ago. And you guys just met through that? Yeah. And then I grew up with Taylor. Those of you guys have been following me for a long time know Taylor and I met when we were four. We did Indian guides together, four or five, but we've just known each other forever at this point. We've been through many phases of life together. But Natalie and I met through that connection. It's so interesting making friends as an adult, it's very different than when you make friends growing up. I feel like you're always in different scenarios and settings. You play sports, you're on a team, Mm -hmm. you're in school, you're always doing something where you're around a lot of people. I also had a lot of different groups of friends growing up, like especially in my twenties and like even early thirties. But now I feel like when you really know yourself, you're more selective too. And you kind of weed out a lot of people. And don't you feel like when you start weeding out people, your life is so much better. So much better. I like to say when it comes to really anything in life right now, whether it's business, relationships, friendships, family, I'm going narrow and deep Mm -hmm. instead of like shallow and wide. Yeah. I think it's so much more fulfilling to go narrow and deep with those friendships. Like the amount that you and I talk about that the time that we spend together Mm -hmm. is so much more fulfilling than having 50 friends and knowing barely anything about them. They don't really know you. Like it's just different. Yeah. And you can put so much more into each relationship when it's like that versus like having say six different types of groups, you know, of friends and you're doing all these different things with them. It's exhausting. Yeah. And it's, you feel pressure all the time too, where you feel like you're missing out and FOMO. And I actually have grown to have JOMO as an adult. Mm -hmm. Joy of missing out. You have the best Jomo of anyone I've ever met. Severe Jomo. (laughs) Severe case of Jomo. The joy of missing out. And it is so freeing. Yeah. To not constantly feel like you're having to do things, but choosing to do things. And also knowing your knowing yourself and knowing your energy levels and like what you can give. Like I know there are certain times, like maybe I do want to go out this weekend, but for instance, this past weekend stayed in all weekend, worked, cleaned out my closet, organized, went full Virgo. Went full Virgo. Natalie's a Virgo, everyone. And she's (laughs) such a Virgo when it comes to like researching skincare, when it comes to needing to like stay in and organize things, she just thrives doing these things. I also think that's a really important part of friendship Mm -hmm. is having like a deep understanding of the other person, Mm -hmm. what they need to function and to keep going because you know how to help Yeah. And sometimes in the beginning of our friendship, we'd be like, well, why don't you want to hang out with me? All the time. Yeah. (laughs) 24 seven. Just show up at my door. (laughs) I still do that. I know. But I think you like come to love the things about each other. 
now you don't even question it. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm not even gonna ask you to do anything tonight because I literally don't even invite you places now. That's how close we are because I'm like, Natalie, I know what you will and won't come to at this point. And so you know you're always it's an evergreen invitation. You're welcome to come to anything with me at any point. You know that. But it's one of those things where it's like if I'm going somewhere that I know you don't like, because Natalie is I could say I would describe you as the most specific person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I've ever met. She's so specific about everything, whether it's like what she's eating, what she's wearing, the skincare, like everything is very specific. There's a rhyme and a reason to everything. Mm-hmm. I know what I like. Mm-hmm. And as Audrey would say, I'm way more of like a vibe person. I'm like, here's my vibe today. <laughs> <laughs> you just float around like a little you do <laughs> disco ball, Libra mm-hmm. bubbles. But I think that that's like why we work. Yeah. We balance each other out. Really yes. Well. It's such a nice balance. And I think we've grown to learn to love those things about each other. Cause sometimes I also need like a push and I need someone to like drag me out of my comfort zone. Like for instance, right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we've come to love those things about each other. And we like, we tease each other even for things where I'm like, yeah, no, I want to hang out three days in a row. And you're like, I need alone time. And I'm like, alone with me here. <laughs> like offended. It's, yeah. It's like, it's just like become the hallmark of our friendship. Mm. I feel like, but when you're making friends as an adult, I would say, I get this question a lot of how to make good friends as an adult, because I have friends I've had for forever from childhood. And then I have friends that have been in the past, I would say two or three years that are my very, very close friends at this point in my life that you're going to have forever, forever. Like we will be old and gray. Will there be, will we have husbands? We don't know, but we will be there with Cavaliers. A couple of Cavaliers. Um, And at the end of the day, it's like those, these are the friendships that will go forever. Like the couple that I've had through childhood that have obviously like by couple, I mean one, but that have had for forever. And then our friendship, it's like, those are the friendships that, last a lifetime because you're choosing them as an adult. Also, my friend, Ali, you guys know you've met Ali on a podcast before, but that whole friend group too. It's like when you're picking people as an adult, you're an established person. Yeah. And also I would say when you are meeting people and kind of deciphering, if you want to be friends with them, I kind of go off of how someone makes me feel like how you're around them, how they make you feel, like how they treat other people, how they talk about their friends. Yes, we talk about if, that a lot. Yeah, because if you are talking to someone and they're talking mad shit about their friend, they're going to do it to you too. Yeah, my mom taught me that all the time growing up. It was like, if they'll, and this is true of relationship, romantic mm-hmm. relationships too. If they will do it to you or they will do it with you, they'll do it to you Yeah. at the end of the day. If someone is willing to like stop their friend in the back or- cheat on you or something like that in a romantic relationship, cheat with you, like they'll cheat on mm-hmm. you probably. Exactly. So I think at the end of the day, there's always circumstances that are like the one-off, you know, circumstances, but for the most part, observing people will go a long way. But I think you have to put yourself out there. Cause I remember the first time when we had brunch together. So our friend, Laura was friends with Natalie, brought Natalie, Taylor brought me. The no, Laura didn't even go actually. She, she was didn't... like, well, Taylor's going to brunch with her friend Courtney oh, and yeah, Jamie. Jamie. Jamie was there. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go. <laughs> but like she introed you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so the group of us went out to brunch and you kind of have to put yourself out there. Even tell Kinsley this, like a good way to start a conversation with an adult person that you might want to be friends with, just talk to them, but you can give them a compliment. You can ask them a question. Like, just don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And also like be interested in what they do or like kind of who they are. I actually talk about this with the relationships, but I notice I can tell a lot about a man, especially with how much they ask you about yourself. Mm -hmm. The amount of men that I've met out 
and you've been with me for a lot mm-hmm. of these experiences where people, a guy will just sit there and he'll talk about himself and his job and he does this and he won't even ask you it's what like you you're do. you're boring me. He's, they're so boring, but so boring. they don't even ask. They don't no. even say, what do you do? So then you know their intention right there. Yeah. They have it's not like a long-term intention. Putting yourself out there is major. Being intentional. I remember the two first things that I remember when I saw you are still like such big personality (laughs) traits of yours. It was the skin and the jewelry. I was like, this girl is just gleaming from every angle. It was like drift out in diamonds. Your skin was like so glassy and gleaming in in the sunlight. And I just, I think I just asked you, what is your skincare routine? What do you do? What do you do? And then we ended up talking about Chorus Collection, your company. How long ago did you start Chorus Collection? Probably uh, almost three years ago. You guys have probably seen me share. Natalie has a jewelry company. You've probably seen me share my story. If you haven't, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Tons of like chains, necklaces, bracelets. I feel like you're most known for your tennis necklaces. Yeah. How did you get into all of this? So I went through a breakup after COVID. I lived with this guy for four years, like great relationship till the end. And then I moved out of our place, moved home. Didn't know what I was going to do. Because at that point I had like an on-demand beauty and wellness company and I worked with companies like Facebook, Bumble, Retail Me Not, Indeed. And that obviously went down during COVID. Because you couldn't be in person. It was a beauty services. Beauty services. We actually made this connection the other day though. So Natalie was at a Bumble, a party that Bumble hosted. How many years? I mean, that was a long time ago. That was probably eight years ago. I was married. So it was a very long time ago. But Natalie was at the party working it essentially. Mm-hmm. And I was at the party as an influencer, like a yeah, baby like influencer at the time, it. which is so weird because we crossed paths, but I mean, obviously just a timing <laughs> thing. Like we didn't meet, but you were talking about that party and I was like, wait, I was there, Yeah, which is so crazy. So you had an in-demand beauty company mm-hmm. and then during COVID that just fizzled essentially because you couldn't show up and, and South by was my biggest time of the year. I had so many clients booked and obviously they canceled South by last minute. So I moved home, like a lot of self-reflection, went through a breakup, started kind of like beading like bracelets together. It's kind of like a form of therapy almost. And then I've never really been into jewelry, which is kind of weird to say now. Really? I never wore a lot of jewelry. I would wear like, you know, a little Tiffany necklace my ex gave me, which obviously <laughs> <laughs> has since been no, sent to pasture. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't really that into it because I felt like a lot of brands were just not as exciting to me. And for me, like I wanted things that looked real, but also you could wear, like it didn't, you could wear it in the shower, you could like work out in it. And also with it, it, there was either like costume jewelry or fine jewelry. And Mm -hmm. at that point there wasn't really anything in the middle. And then Demi Fine kind of started coming into the picture. And I also started with like 14 different suppliers. And I think it was mostly like the way I put things together that people liked. Because usually when you start, especially a jewelry company, you go to one manufacturer and you're like, okay, I want to start with these three pieces, these 12 pieces, and it all kind of looks the same, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, stylistically. Yeah, stylistically. And so I think it's, it was kind of just like the way I started putting things together that kind of 
drew people in. And I think especially the tennis necklace, like the mm-hmm. quality of the tennis yeah. necklaces, they look so real. I've been in Tiffany's, I've been in Cartier, I've been in fine jewelry stores here. And every single time I get a compliment and they're like, oh my gosh, that tennis necklace is so beautiful. And I just say, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But they always think it's real. I was even out the other night and Allie was like, wait, your tennis necklace. And I was like, it's not, it's chorus collection, but it really does look so real, even down to the clasp of it. Yeah. And very specific. Obviously I'm very specific about that stuff too. Exactly. It goes back to being like yeah. low key OCD. And also I kind of, I think I kind of got off on the fact that people would start, like, especially when I started it, they would put it on and they would automatically feel better. And I'm not the best at putting outfits together as we know, like you'll come over before you get ready and like, okay, put these together. But for me, like in order to kind of always look put together, I can always have jewelry on and I feel put together and I feel dresses things. It elevates anything. Like I wear Lululemon or, you know, workout clothes every day, but put jewelry on you feel put together and you feel more confident. And you get a lot of compliments on it. And it immediately makes like people feel great. Like conversation makes, yeah. starter. I, people stop me in the airport all the time. The lighting in the airport too is really good for jewelry. It does good things for jewelry. <laughs> um, and then that was our other topic. It was like, wait, what are those necklaces? And then we got into a whole conversation mm-hmm. about starting your company. And I feel like we bonded too about being like women in business mm-hmm. and talking about all that as well. But that was the beginning of our friendship. And then it, it just kind of escalated from there. I would say we got really, really close, like as close as we are now, probably like New a years. year ago, it was like, it took kind of like a year to ramp up to that. And then we got super close and it's like, I mean, we'll do fun sleepovers. We'll go out, we'll grab dinner. We'll have a drink. We'll go home. We'll do like masks. We do skincare. So we had kind our, of like sisters because yeah. neither of us have sisters too. Definitely so. like sisters mm-hmm. for sure. But the first ever video that we filmed together, we filmed a video for TikTok that went viral. It had I mean, millions of views. I don't remember the exact amount, but it was a lot. And it was born from the fact that my skin was having a moment, like not a good moment. Mm -hmm. My skin was having a flop era. (laughs) And I walked into your house, you were cooking bolognese. Natalie is also a really amazing cook. And if we'll get into growing up in Sweden later, but I feel like, again, that ties into the ingredients that you use and everything. But we had our first several viral video and it was born from the fact that I wanted, your skin is always been so beautiful, like since, you know, the past two years I've ever known you. And so I went over and we were all in sweats and it was like me and you and Taylor and Laura, I think. And we had bolognese. I took off all all my makeup and we realized that I think I wasn't removing all of my makeup. That was like the first issue. Yeah. She basically was like, okay, just show me what you do. So I went step-by-step and you propped the phone up. We propped the phone up. And it was one of those things too. And if you've never done it before, I'm sure it's a little bit nerve wracking. And it's also, you're a perfectionist. Yeah. I'll say it. And it's one of those things where we put the camera up and she's like, wait, we don't have any makeup on. I'm like, no, that's, that's the point. Like it's skincare. (laughs) And that's what people like. Like people want to see the realness and not having makeup on and just showing up and talking about things. And so none of it was planned. And also people probably weren't used to you getting advice from someone else about True. things because you're usually the one giving the advice. Definitely. Which I think too is one of the reasons that we, our friendship works because we're both constantly pouring into each other. Yeah. I think making sure you surround yourself with people who are elevating you and you're elevating them. Mm-hmm. Like we're good at different things. And I feel like with like female friendships too, throughout life, I feel like not necessarily all my friends I've had, like I have some really good friends, but 
feel like there's always an underlying like jealousy factor or like, you know, if they're not happy in their relationship or their job or their life in general, there's like something kind of underlying sometimes that you can kind of feel where they don't really want you to like have it all to kind win. of thing. They don't want you yeah. to Yeah. And it's like with us, I feel like that's so far from like, I've never really had that like this, yeah. you know, where it's like, we're, we go out of our way for each other and we're constantly supporting each other. And like, Definitely. we can, we can pick up too when the other person needs to be lifted up or like dragged out of the house. <laughs> for sure. And it's been, that's been so consistent. Mm -hmm. And again, it wasn't like that was day one. I mean, obviously we always wish the best for each other day yeah. one, but we didn't know each other like that. And no. then it built over time. Yeah. And then the past year of our friendship really has been like lifting each other up and genuinely wanting the best for each other, regardless of what we were going through. I mean, we can get into this on a part two episode, but we've a lot. done <laughs> all sorts of things. We've been through a lot in yeah, we have. even the past year. We have for sure. But it's everything from when you weren't feeling good the other day, mm -hmm. I called Natalie <laughs> and I was like, I have a surprise for you. Stay at your house. <laughs> and she was like, all right, like I'm here. She was like, what is it? And I was like, I can't tell you. It wouldn't be a surprise, but just give me a couple of hours. And I went out and like got all this new stuff for your closet because you weren't feeling your wardrobe, every single thing fit and worked, by the way. Every single thing fit. It was perfect. Which is which crazy. Is also crazy because you're, how's it? You're like five, nine. Mm -hmm. I'm five, three. I was like having to hold up everything. I was trying it all on. I was like, all right. The, I was, the math was mathing in my head. I was like, okay, I think these need to be a little longer. You're like, we have bit, the same body type, but, but she stretched, stretched out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so this is going to work. And it all worked, which was great. To things like that, like spent my whole Sunday afternoon doing that for you. And then the other day I was having like a terrible day and Kirsten was like, maybe Kirsten tried to take me shopping. Like nothing was working. And she was like, I think you need Natalie. Like maybe call Natalie. And so I called Natalie and she drove over like right away. And the minute that you were there, I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm going to be fine. Like, it's just the kind of friendship that like I've always wanted. And I'm so grateful for, I think too, though, it just goes to show like when you do invest in people and you, you're going to make me cry now. <laughs> I was getting emotional a minute ago too. Um, but it really is like, it comes from such a genuine place and we've just like been there through each other, like through everything with each other. And I saw this TikTok the other day that was like, so your best friend hates someone, so you do. And they're like, yeah, duh. <laughs> We're also both in a season of singleness right mm -hmm. now. Same season. Same season. Same and we've been in different seasons in our friendship. We've been in the same season. And because of all of that, I feel like it's created this like really tight knit fabric for us because of the good friendships that I have right now and Kinsley and my job and like everything that I have going on right now, even though I'm single, I don't feel like lonely. Mm -hmm. Same. And I think I haven't felt like that before. I don't feel like I'm, anything's missing right now. No. And like so, if I met someone great tomorrow then great. And that's the but, thing. They would be additive. Yes. They would come in and they, if they add value in your life and they're additive, then that's the right person. Mm -hmm. Not the person that you just are coming and like filling the holes with. Yeah. It's not, that never ends well. So it's like for Friday night too. And this is actually like, I've recently ended, like it wasn't that recent, I guess at this point, but like not that long ago, I ended something that where it wasn't serious. But it was like, I was talking to someone for a couple of weeks and I was starting to realize like, oh, I'm supposed to be hanging out with this person on like Friday. And I was like, I don't really want to hang out with him on Friday. Like Natalie and I, we want to go to dinner. We're going to have a drink. We're going to get dressed up. We're going to look cute. We're going to feel good. We're going to like, that's how you know. That's how you know. Like, it's just not it because the person wasn't adding mm -hmm. anything 
they were just kind of there and it wasn't like nothing negative happened. It was just that scenario where they weren't being super additive. But when your life feels whole and full and happy without someone, they really can come in to this super healthy, Mm -hmm. balanced life and provide value. And you have the ability to do that for them as well. But when you're coming from this place of lack or loneliness or desperation, you're never going to find the person that way. Yeah. And I think we've all done that Get yeah. into a relationship because you just feel like, you know, you're shoving past things down or you're kind of looking for someone to fill a certain void. Definitely. And we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. We like a lot of the same things, but we're also really good at different things. For example, you'll come in fully like overhaul all my skincare and like organizing things. And I feel like I'm a much like cleaner, more organized person because of you, even like ingredients in food. I pay more attention to stuff like that. You don't like wear that. your shoes in the house anymore? I don't wear my shoes in the house. We are a shoeless house. I actually mentioned that. A That's a big thing. Do not ago. wear your shoes in the house, people. It is so gross. Order the good slippers from Amazon. I'll drop the link in the description. They're so good. And just wear those around the house. It's comfier too. And when you really think about it, it is gross. I can't, don't even get me started. It's so gross. I would walk into Natalie's apartment and she'll, I'll just like beeline for wherever I'm going. And I just hear Natalie's voice in my head, shoes, (laughs) shoes, shoes. Like no, no matter where we are, it's shoes. And I'm like, sorry, like I'll take them off. And I'm always coming in with like 15 things in my hand because I have like three outfits packed for you, like all of our makeup, my outfit, and then just shoes. And I'm like, all right, I got it. So it finally seeped in to the other day, Natalie was texting a guy, but he was really texting me because I (laughs) was having the full blown conversation with him. So it's like, we have different strengths. Yeah. I'm not into just texting all day. She was, she would like write one word response. And she's like, I just don't know why he's like not giving, I'm like, you're not giving him a literally anything to work with. Like what can he possibly say? She's like, he, you sound like you seem like you're not interested at all. And she's like, no, I am. And I'm like, he would never know. No, he would never know. Um, But for all the things that all the places that were different, which I think is part of the reason that we thrive. One of our commonalities is we love beauty. We love skincare. It's like, obviously I've been doing makeup and beauty for a million years. You've been super into skincare for a million years. Let's get into the nitty gritty of the routine. So after our video went viral, you went from never doing any social media pretty much to having people randomly stop you on the street and be like, wait, I've seen you in Courtney's video. You're the glossy skincare girl. Yeah. And having them and like hearing that I've changed their skin in some way. I mean, it's just certain products, you know, it's very... It's very basic stuff, but it's not basic when other, if other people don't have a baseline knowledge. So for you, you grew up in Sweden. Mm -hmm. Well, I grew up going to Sweden every summer. Your mom's from my mom is Swedish. Yeah. Yeah. So since I was one going every summer for the full summer from Naples to Sweden, from Houston to Sweden, yeah, back and forth. But like you spent a good amount of time there is what I meant. Like it wasn't like you went for a week. No, I'm fluent in Swedish. Yeah. It's because her whole family is still over there. So you would go and spend like a considerable amount of time there, chunks at a time. Mm -hmm. And you also grew up obviously with your mom being from Sweden Mm -hmm. and we should have your mom on sometime. Your mom is like such a ray of light and sweetness. She's She's so positive. The best. And we call Natalie's mom like after a night out every single time and give her and Liz the full debrief (laughs) on what what happened the night before. And they're like a well-balanced team too. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like my mom's like very realistic and like very, she's like, come on, like that guy, absolutely not. And your mom's like, well, he sounds nice. Like he could be. She's the best in everyone. (laughs) Which is like a really funny little balance. But because of that, you've always paid attention to what 
you're consuming. Because mm-hmm. in Sweden, it's like they're eating like whole foods, not like all the shit. Yeah, that we and have. this also kind of ties into that's kind of what I want to talk about too. Is like it ties into the skincare and like the overall like health of your skin because it does come from the inside. Like if someone's not healthy, they have a lot of inflammation in their body. It's coming, it's showing in your skin. So you can't just buy three products and all of a sudden you're going to have the best skin ever. Like your skin will look better than it did, but it's a lot of like eliminating seed oils from Mm -hmm. your diet, like sodas, like non-GMO food, and also just like eating real food. Like if you go to a supermarket in Sweden, Italy, Greece, you don't have three aisles of supplements and collagen powders and all this shit that you don't need, you know? And I think we're so like consumed with improving ourselves so much, but like really just get down to the basics, like eat healthier, have real food. Start there. Like you have to have a good baseline and you still do all the things. Like you obviously still do the armor and you still do the Mary Rot. Like you still do all the the things. Cause those, again, it's kind of like having your life full. Same thing we were talking about with the relationships. If you have a good foundation Mm -hmm. and you're eating whole foods is of course, all those things are going to help you, but you can't just be eating shit, consuming all this stuff. And then like expect all this to come and perform a miracle on your life. Exactly. But when you have a good baseline and you're healthier in general, like things like the Armra and the AG proteins, like all of that stuff, like you'll see the benefits so much quicker. Yes. Especially in your skin. I'm actually hadn't drawn the parallel between that and the life things that we've been talking about, like having a full life, but it's this, it's a similar thing. It's like with your body, with your skin, with the way that you look and feel, I always say, it's like inside out, outside in. Mm-hmm. But when you're consuming these whole foods, like good for you things, when you have that as a baseline, all the other things are better and they can be additive. And then by the way, if you want to go and have the candy, like you're not going to melt, you're fine. But it's no, like- No, you have to live a little bit too. Yeah, and I know that when I go out to dinner, like most restaurants cook with seed oils. Yeah. And that's one of the worst things you can put in your body. Canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, all of that. But it's like, you do what you can. Yeah, you have to live too. Yeah. You have to have a balance. But I think if you have a good base and you kind of like make those little lifestyle changes and don't do it all at once or it won't stick. You do little things, you know, like cut out some of the sugar. If you drink Diet Coke all day, like maybe just have one. Have a poppy or an olive Have a poppy. Or, yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, things like that really make a difference over time. Definitely. And even with our coffee, it's like we do whole milk. Yeah, I always have real milk. And people- Look at us like we have three heads. Yeah. They're like not oat milk. It's so funny though, because there's all this like greenwashing and misconceptions around stuff like that. When you think like oat milk, oh, I'm getting something that's really good for me. This is going to be like a hot topic, I feel like. But it's one of those things where it actually has so much shit in it a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of, they have a lot of gums, which are not good for your gut. All that to say, like the skincare routine went viral, but your skin is not just about what you're putting on it. It's also about what you're consuming. So just something to keep in mind. The other thing that I think is really important to talk about when it comes to skincare, and then I want to get into the nitty gritty products that you love, the order that you use them in, why you love them. But I think, cause that's, my skin has never been better mm-hmm. and it is in large part due to the consistency of it too. Consistency is key. But I think it's not a one size fits all. You really have to know your skin. You have to try different things. It's just going to be trial and error. A lot of it. Yeah. I mean, there are some days where, you know, you can't use the retinol. You can't use like the Paula's Choice, for instance. You don't want to exploit your skin because you're damaging your skin barrier. So you have to get to know your skin. 
and then kind of like tweak it to yourself. You can still use the same products, but maybe not as often sometimes. So you can use this podcast as a baseline too. We'll drop all this in the description as well in the podcast, but it'll be a baseline for people to start. These are some products that we love. We both use, try them out and see how they do on your skin. But again, it's not a one size fits all and make sure that you're also tweaking and starting to better like those other areas of what you're consuming. Mm -hmm. Cause that really is so important. And stress too. Stress is the worst thing for your skin. So hard to eliminate stress. I know. That's one of my resolutions this year. As you know, I'm like just trying to put a better energetic bubble around myself. Mm -hmm. I've been, I had, was it last, last week that I had the really hard week. Mm -hmm. And it was like, because I was letting other people infiltrate my bubble too much. Like I was letting stuff get to me and I was feeling like so low because of it. You have to sometimes have to have those days too, you know, cause you're always so like, like no one can penetrate the barrier. You know, you're always on, you're always doing this, but yeah. sometimes you have to feel, feel everything. I had a lot of good cries last week. Yeah. But you cried out and then the next day you felt better. Yeah. It has to come out. You knew the minute that I called you, yeah. I was like, Hey, and you were like, what's wrong? <laughs> you're like, you're not okay. I'm like, no, no. Mm-mm. When Kirsten tried to take me shopping, she like brought me down my favorite aisle. And I, she was like, do you, what about any of this? And I'm like, no. And she's like, this is bad. We have to call Natalie <laughs> now. Oh, so let's get into the nitty gritty. I think my biggest thing was I wasn't cleansing enough and I wasn't actually removing all of the makeup on my face. Like now I use my cellar water, but I wasn't removing, which Kinsley refers to as cellar water, by the way, <laughs> she loves her cellar water, but I was not removing all of the makeup. So I was like actually almost always sleeping with something on, even though I didn't realize it, yeah. just washing your face and then applying the skincare is not enough. I have never slept with my makeup on. Ever. I mean, like I will I'm find so some flex. sort of, <laughs> <laughs> Natalie has to go bags. Like you need to talk about that no, at some point no, when you I go mean, to someone's house, you're like, here's what I brought. It's like, I will in a baggie and find then I- something to at least just take some layer off. Yeah. You know, but don't even- you think that's what a lot of people, I think that's like a good rooted problem. Mm-hmm. Wash your face and then get cotton pads with the micellar water and you will see how much shit is still on your skin. Yeah. I do like a triple cleanse. Okay. Let's get your makeup bag and your your skincare bag so you can talk through the stuff and then we'll give the rundown. Okay. So what I usually do, if say I was going home right now and I was going to do a full skincare routine. Is this morning or night? Let's do morning first. Okay. We're going to give you guys like a full breakdown of both. Yeah. So I usually take a cotton pad with the micellar water and I'll wipe my makeup off with that first. And before then, you wash. Before you yeah. wash. Then you wash your face with a La Roche-Posay. I don't have that. It's like the blue. It's affordable too. It's affordable. You can I go also, between and I like that one and then the Tula one. I really You can like also too. get it around your eyes and it's not going to irritate or it's not an exfoliant. So Because you, you don't want to use anything too harsh around your eyes. Yeah. Like that It'll peppermint dry one stresses me out a little. Yeah. But you don't want to use it around your eyes. Yeah. And then I'll use the Paul's Choice. This is instant glossy skin. Yeah. Instantly. Work up to it. Yes. I use it twice a day, but I use it twice a day now too, but I couldn't at first. Yeah. I think it recommends like three times a week or something Mm -hmm. on the bottle to start at night probably, but. But it will give you an instant kind of a glow. So first she does the Bioderma micellar water. I go between Garnier and Bioderma, Mm -hmm. whatever you like. Again, try them out and see what works for you. So she takes the cotton pad, puts that all over. Then you cleanse with the La Roche-Posay and then you put your, you do again with the micellar water, 
And now your skin should actually be clean. And I'll use the Biologique Recharge, the cleansing milk, like the light VIP O2. I just bought a new bottle. Okay. But you want to put that on dry skin after you cleanse, if you really want to go the extra mile. So really just think about though, how much cleansing that is. Just getting the like grime of the day, Mm -hmm. the makeup, even if you don't wear makeup, there is still pollution on your face, basically. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. So getting everything off your face, that's thing one. And then the exfoliate. Mm-hmm. Exfoliate. exfoliate. Is that what it's called? No, that's that's it, Kate Somerville. I always get those two confused. It's 2% BHA liquid exfoliant. Okay. So the Paula's Choice, again, we'll drop all of this down below for you guys, but you put that on a cotton pad all over your face. Mm-hmm. And then I will use a vitamin C. I don't have it with me. Like a vitamin C serum is really important, especially if like you have discoloration or just to like protect your skin too from the environment, the sun. Is that the SkinCeuticals the one skin that you like? So you can either use a CE Ferulic. It's too thick for me. It smells like hot dogs. It's, yeah, it's just a little too thick for me. But now they have the Silymarin, which has salicylic acid in it, which if you are prone to breakouts or clogged pores, that's really good to, like I notice a difference when I don't use that. Nice. And then after that, you kind of leave that on for a couple of minutes. Then I, obviously this is like my, I can't live without this. I need to re-up on that because I've been using, what's the other one? The one that's thinner? The Beekman? No. Yeah. No, not the Beekman. Oh, I'm obsessed t- with the Beekman. Fortuna. Fortuna. Fortuna skin. That's I've been using too. that one, but this one is Eminence, right? I can't see yeah. what you're holding up because the roses, but it's a CE. Yeah. Eminence. Will you tell us the whole name? The rose hip, triple C and E firming oil. This stuff is so good. It really does kind of feel like it firms. And it's for all skin types. And this lays well under makeup. Really well under makeup. And some people will say that you're supposed to put the oil on afterwards. With this one, you put it on before because you want it to really sink in your skin. And then you kind of let it sink in for a couple of minutes, do a little face massage. And then if you're a little dry or say you're going out, you want some plumping. I really like this HA intensifier by SkinCeuticals. Mm-hmm. Hyaluronic acid. The hyaluronic acid or any other one or the strawberry one. By oh, Eminence. we love that one. Eminence has a strawberry. Mm-hmm. It's called strawberry rhubarb. Strawberry rhubarb. It smells so good. It is yeah. the happy place in my routine. I've literally gifted it to people. I gave it to my mom for Christmas. She loves it. Yeah. And then I'll always spray in between, especially before the hyaluronic acid, before the moisturizer. If you really want to keep your skin like dewy and plump, then moisturizer. With the Beekman spray. That stuff is so good. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that brand in general. Mm-hmm. It's and really then good. a moisturizer that you like, or like, I like this one. Can you tell us what the name is? It's the Eminence Clear Skin Probiotic Moisturizer. What was the one that you recommended for acne prone skin? The purple one? This one is oh, for acne prone that skin. One is? The okay. other one... It's like a retinol alternative. Okay. Well, I'll put it in the description. It's like yeah. the eminence purple one. Who's that good for? Any skin type. Okay. So this one is the one that's like acne prone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other so one is So summer, good for this is good because it will kind of like keep your pores clear. Okay. Of the oil and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, I did bring the vitamin C serum. Okay. Okay. That's a silly Marin one. The silly Marin. Yeah. And, and then, then you're always spraying. She's spraying like between steps constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you're going out, you're doing your makeup. Like my makeup always looks better. I think too, though, if you think about it, spraying it, keeping your skin constantly hydrated is going to allow the things, products to sink into your skin. And that's really important. Mm -hmm. So that's the before makeup or the daytime routine. Let's talk about nighttime routine. This too. Oh yeah. The elastin Elastin. skincare. Yeah. It's really good. It does a good job of evening out your skin too. Mm -hmm. That's really good. It's an SPF. Tinted. Yeah. That's really good. So at night- the cleansing is the same. 
cleansing is the same. And then this is key for at night. If you want to use the, I think the thing that's changed my skin the most is using a prescription retinoid. Tretinoin. Tretinoin. I'm up to, I even brought that. It definitely has. That's changed my skin as well. Obviously also we get, we both get Botox. Yeah. Duh. But, and we like facials. We can get not facials, but like treatments. Like I know you Mm -hmm. do lasers and I did the liquid gold facial. Yeah. I haven't done, I did microneedling on Friday for the first time in probably two years. Yeah. We don't, I don't really get like regular facials at this point, but I do the liquid gold thing. I don't get facials. I don't like if you're going to an event, maybe it's good, but I would rather spend my money on something that's going to make like a long-term effect yeah, and like, like build collagen over time naturally. Cause then you don't have to get a bunch of filler. Yeah, definitely. And so then nighttime cleanse your skin. Same process. Same process. You don't really need to do the three cleansing steps in the morning, right? Cause you don't have makeup on. No. Okay. So flip that tonight, I guess in the morning, it's like you're washing your face and then you're doing the yeah. One time, right? Of yeah. the micellar, probably not both. So the triple night. cleanse is more for at Makeup. night. Yeah. Okay. So then triple cleanse. And then what I like to do is if you have, if you're going to use tretinoin, I would get like a hydrating toner first, put that on. Can you give us a recommendation? I like the Indie Lee okay. that I'm out of right now. That it's just sprayer a spray. is a sprayer. That thing goes hard. You could also put it in another spray bottle. Yeah. No, it's I like it. Aggressive. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> it, it bother comes me. at you. It's intense. So I would recommend like a hydrating toner or something first. And then you want to let your skin fully dry for 20, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Go do something else. This is the key with using a retin-A. And not having it aggravate your skin. Yeah, this will not irritate your skin. And I've done a lot of trial and error. So you then after you let your skin fully dry, you put like a pea-sized amount kind of all over. I would avoid here, here, like around your eyes, your mouth, like those areas tend to get really dry. Do I need to be doing it all over my forehead? I really only do it. I've been kind of doing it in my T-zone. No, you want to do it everywhere. Okay. I don't do it everywhere. I need to up that. Yeah. I mean, especially even here, Okay, everywhere. And then what you do after that, you a couple of minutes, let it sit. And then I, I'll put on oil afterwards. I'll put on a moisturizer. And then I like to seal it in with the Cicaplast. I love the Cicaplast. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And it's again, really cheap. Like it's affordable. Yeah. And you will not be irritated, but the key is to let your skin fully dry because Retin-A reacts with water and it will irritate your skin. Yeah. So that has been the key for me. I could use Retin-A every night. You can now you have to work up to that. I can use it every night now too. I had to work up to it. There will be a period that your skin is still dry, mm-hmm. but it definitely helps so much. Yeah. But, you know, way. start like once a week, move up to twice a week, three times a week. And then also they call this skin cycling, I guess. So kids these days. Yeah. So say on Monday, you want to use some sort of like, um, uh, what exfoliator? do you call it? Yeah. An acid exfoliator. Yeah. A chemical, chemical, chemical exfoliator. Chemical. <laughs> I'm blanking. Um, I like this glycolic renew overnight. It's kind of intense. It's like 10% glycolic, but you can use any, anything like Sunday Riley. Oh yeah. Good jeans, like something like that, like a lactic acid. Wait, when are we using that? You use that say like on Monday. Okay. So it's like three but nights where in of the things. routine. So after you cleanse your skin, okay. you just put that on and you can put moisturizer over too. So that's going to exfoliate your skin. And then the next night after that, that's when you use the Retin-A. Got it. And it's going to penetrate deeper. Okay. And then after that, the third night, that's when you just want to 
put in all the moisture and repair your skin barrier. I like the Beekman oil for that, the milky one. That one's really good. Really good. And then I'll even put the Cicaplast on top of that. Yeah. Like I like to, on those nights I go to bed and you're just like glistening. Yeah. You're you a glazed just, donut. At yeah. The, on and those you nights. still want to seal in the moisture with the Cicaplast. This is the best thing ever. It's really good. Also the Fortuna skin, but it's a lot more expensive. The blue one. It's more expensive. You know, the blue like mm-hmm. cream that you have to melt between your hands. That one's really good that too. That one's good too. Significantly more expensive, but I do think that one's great if your skin is like on the verge of Yeah. Death. And then sometimes too. So like after you use the Retin-A at night, the next day I like to like in the shower in the morning, I like to use like a very mild like skin scrub. Cause you want to also, your skin is constantly shedding. And if you're not exfoliating, it's just going to sit on top. It's like turning over. It's turning over. basically. So you want to use like a mild physical exfoliator the day after Retin-A. And then you start over. Then the next night after you use like all the moisture, you do the glycolic or another chemical exfoliator. I've been doing the Paula's Choice, letting that dry and then putting on the Retin-A. Is that bad? No. Okay. That's okay. I do that too. Okay. Because you've worked up to it. Yeah. So so basically at night, you're going to triple cleanse. You're going to do... Then we go in with the polish choice. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to let or that- Or a hydrating toner. Or a hydrating toner. Let that completely dry for 20, 30 minutes. Put your tretinoin or whatever your prescription retin-A on from your dermatologist. They'll give you like mine's so- Yours is higher than mine. Mine's That's so I'll use my mask too. Okay. The red light mask. Wait, when? <laughs> when? You when? haven't told me this. Before you put the tretinoin on. Oh, before. Yeah. Your skin's dry. Okay. Well, let's get back to that in a minute because I want to make sure we walk through the whole routine and then we'll go into the mask just so people don't get confused. So then you do the tretinoin, you let that dry, and then you're going to do your same oils, either the Beekman or the Eminence, your moisturizer, and then lock it all in with the Cicaplasses, like that extra nighttime step. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's like the full nighttime routine. And if your skin is not irritated, you could just put a moisturizer over it. That's it. You don't need all the other things, but if you feel like you're going to be irritated and your skin barrier is a little compromised, that's when you like add on the other All the extra hydration and and oils and stuff. That's part of also knowing your skin. Experimenting, just like Mm -hmm. trial and error guys. And then let's talk about the red light mask because I'm super excited to get into this. I recently got one. Can you give us the breakdown of this? So good. (laughs) There's a lot of different ones now. Higher Dose has a really good one Mm -hmm. too, but... I feel like this one has three different settings. Is that Dr. Dennis Gross? Yeah. I kind of want to AB higher dose. Lauren was on the podcast. She's amazing. Yeah. I don't have the, the higher dose one, but I think I'm going to get that one next. I've had this one for years though. I mean, they're an investment. They're expensive, but you don't run out. Yeah. You just charge them and you have them forever. So I do feel like it kind of decreases inflammation a little bit, tightens, but you have to use them consistently to really feel a difference. Give us the breakdown how and when. I mean, you can use these, you can use them anytime before you go out usually because I lost the straps. So I'll just kind of like sit. Kind of just like lay in bed like this. (laughs) This is a good visual. I hope hope we pull this clip. (laughs) On my higher dose crystal mat. (laughs) Yeah. The the crystal mat is so good. You guys, I've been raving about this, but I cannot live without it at this point. Like I'm addicted to that thing. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing to be addicted to. Yeah. But so we put this on, but when in the routine, my face is cleansed. Like I've washed my face. Yeah. While you're waiting to put the Retin-A on or before before the oils Before your skincare. Okay. You want to do it, but you can do it anytime. How long do you use it for? It's three minute timer. That's it? Mm -hmm. So short. Okay. 
So it's so easy. You can incorporate it in whenever. And there are a lot of different ones out there that are even more expensive, but there's even some, some that kind of go down to your neck. I think you can just put them all over though. I heard. You can put them all over. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this one has a red light, which Mm -hmm. is for like anti-aging, decreasing inflammation, a blue light to kill bacteria, which I think is like a big thing if you're breaking out. Or if I've had a breakout nice. and it's kind of going away, it'll help clear it up. And then I usually just do this setting where it has both. Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the same time. So it's customizable. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then what are other things? Do you gua sha? Not really. I like to use my hands and massage and You do. I was going to say, after you put your oil on though, you do massage and almost do like a mini lymphatic drainage. Yeah. Like even like this morning, because this is being filmed in the morning and it was Super Bowl last night. So... I had a margarita and some pizza. Mm-hmm. I woke Natalie up did go puffy. out last night a little bit. It was a house party. I mean, a house party, but one margarita. And I woke up kind of puffy, mostly just from sodium. Mm-hmm. Like even if I don't drink and I eat out, I'll wake up puffy. So I'll do like a little like face massage, like bring it down. I also thing. think that comes from how well-balanced your body is, how much you know your body, you notice everything. I think if you're like constantly putting shit, like junk in your body all the time, maybe you just stay puffy. You don't that really is, realize it. That's a good point. But because you're like, you'll know to the hour when your period's coming, you know, <laughs> when you're like about to break out, it's like, you know, your body, your face, your skin, like yeah. everything so well yeah. that you feel immediately. You're like, I'm bloated today or today I'm feeling mm-hmm. puffy or whatever, because you have such a solid like baseline. I yeah. Think. Or like I ate this and like, this is what's making me tired mm-hmm. or I'm extra thirsty or, you know, things like that. So yeah, it is. It's a lot about getting to know your body. I also think that ties back into relationships because Mm -hmm. in every, like in all of my best relationships, I'm very calm. What you said earlier about friendships, pay attention to how you feel about people. Mm -hmm. Do they give you energy? Do they lift you up? Do they make you feel good when you leave them? Same with relationships. Mm -hmm. If you're noticing you're feeling anxiety or your stomach hurts or like that was in my bad relationship, it was like my stomach was always hurting and I don't have stomach problems. But even sometimes too, the relationship could be really good. Maybe they're love bombing you. Mm-hmm. Maybe everything is perfect for months. <laughs> this is foreshadowing our episode too. But also it's like you're putting certain things aside in your own life that you shouldn't be doing. You're not prioritizing yourself. You're yes. prioritizing the other person and that's a red flag. Definitely. So like the other person might on the surface be perfect. The lack of balance in your life. The lack of balance and you not balance. And that's also in turn, like that person's not making you better. And one of the things that happened though, we'll have to get into this on episode two, but one of the things that also happened that I noticed from the outside in and cause I'm, have been the other person. I've been the you in that mm-hmm. situation too, obviously, but from the outside in little things that make you, you like when you're constantly organized and you like that kind of stuff and you're always on top of it. It was like, your sense of direction was gone. You didn't, it was like, you just weren't you. No. And I think that that is also a red flag mm-hmm. for people to pay attention to. We'll have to get into this in another episode because it's a whole other breakdown. Yeah. It's a whole thing, you guys. But this was amazing. Thank you so much for this coming on Courtside with Courtney. <laughs> Next time we're going to have to do this in the afternoon when it's acceptable, socially acceptable to have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. We'll do more of like a catch up, talk about what we're dealing with in life lately, yeah. maybe where we're at relationship stuff and then dive, do a little deep dive into some, some past stuff that you've recently gone through. Cause I think that would help a lot of people. If you're, I think it, it would help a lot of people too. Just not ready yet. Whenever you're it's ready, a lot. we'll wait, we'll wait on you queen. Yeah. <laughs> we're also, can we have a courtside code for the podcast girlies? 
courtside. Yeah. So if you guys want to go on coursecollection.com, mm-hmm. Natalie's also in the middle of redoing her website right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I've seen it. Really it's going to be awesome. But coursecollection.com or you can go on Natalie's Instagram. She's really good about getting back to you guys in DMs and stuff yeah. if you have questions. But we'll do a code for you guys, 20%. Yeah. Okay. Code courtside. We'll get you 20% off of anything on coursecollection.com. Mm-hmm. Also, there's like Courtney's favorites and stuff on there, right? Yeah. Page people can go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for coming on episode one, you guys. Bye. Bye.